In this podcast, I'm going to talk to Drew Phillips, who is building a custom camper for his Ram 2500. Hey everybody, thanks for coming on to the All Over Overland podcast. My name is Michael Hyden, and today we have a guy from my actual state, the state of Oklahoma, and it's Drew Phillips, and he's got a, now you've got a 2015 Dodge, well, we don't call it Dodge Ram anymore, anymore. we just call it Ram 2500, right? Yep, yeah, it's a, it's a tradesman, 2015, uh, yeah, I've, I, my last uh, setup, I had a uh, F-150 and decided to move up to three-quarter ton for this build. Gotcha. And that's really why we I decided to reach out to, to Drew is because on Instagram, he's got a an unusual build, like a pretty aggressive build going on. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. But I want to ask him real quick. So you decided to go with the Ram because of the, the weight that's going to be put on this? Is that kind of why we decided to go with the Ram 2500? Yeah, you know, uh, the 3500 one ton would probably be ideal. But, you know, honestly, it comes down to I, I love the AEV parts that they make for the Rams. Oh, uh, yeah. was the American Expedition Outfitters. Yeah. And, um, that's really, it, for me, it's, it's, it's always a fight between like form and function and this time really form of having the AED parts is kind of what, what, what led me to the Ram. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to snorkel on it. I wanted to run their, their AEV wheels. I wanted to eventually run their bumper. So I, I could make up a reason why I went three quarter ton route, but it's really just, just for the accessories. Gotcha. So, yeah. so, so the good thing is, is that's going to get everybody to be able to visualize kind of what the, at least the truck part of this looks like. Yep. And before we go into the rest, let me ask you first, obviously you're into overlanding. How did you get into kind of doing this off-road camping stuff that we love? Yeah. Um, well, so I'll, I'll shoot back to about 2004. Um, I, I came back home from, from college and I wanted a Jeep. So I started out with Jeeps. Um, I loved, I loved Jeeps. We went off road and everything. And, um, and I've, I've never really had the funds to just like pay someone to do something. So I, I, I taught myself to weld where I could build a better roll cage. Oh, wow. uh, and then that, that led to, now I'm not saying I could weld well, very, very good. Or the welds were, were weld strong. well sounds weird, doesn't it? Like I can weld yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. So but it was, it was a start. Um, and that led me to, uh, modifying the rear suspension, doing a four link and making a coil. And then that led to me cutting the back of the body off and tubing it. And again, it, it wasn't the best quality, but you know, I was, I, I was teaching myself and as, you know, as I went, gotcha. um, so I've been in the off-road world and, uh, where that combines with camping is I grew up, my grandparents always went camping. I loved going camping. Um, since nobody else will probably know, but since you're an Oklahoma guy, yeah, uh, they always went down to Beaver's Bend. Oh um, yes. So I grew up going there and just, I loved it. Um, yeah. So I always knew when I was a kid, I wanted my family to go camping. And, 
so so we've always camped we've had some bumper pulls we've had we've had the pop-ups we've had uh we had one of them we had was a big 33 foot bumper pull with three slides you know just something you see at the lake that was just you know stupid big um but um I, I tell you what got me in these truck campers was um i saw a toyota chinook uh you, i'm sure you're familiar with those yeah they're pretty cool um, yeah, the fiberglass popped up. So I saw that, and I, I loved the idea of it. I got one of those, started messing with it, and uh, and then I saw a four wheel camper, and I loved the, the the design of it, and you know that it popped down, and uh, it's just kind of it's kind of been a blur since then. I've I've had this is my fourth four wheel camper in a short amount of time. Oh really? Um, so it's 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 an addiction kind of. Wow, so very cool. So, so you yeah. kind of you kind of develop these skills all kind of on your own. Yeah, I um, yeah, I, I think it really started out that I wanted a full bumper or I wanted a full roll cage on this Jeep I had. Yeah, and I bought a welder, started welding, and um, and I actually, after a couple of years of doing that, I worked at an off road fab shop, uh, which allowed me. I learned a lot more. A friend of mine owned it. And I kind of started working slowly, and so I was able to hone in on my welding. And we got to where we were building full tube chassis, like race buggies and stuff. And um, and I'm still not, you know, I wouldn't call myself a professional fabricator or anything, but you know, in the past 15 years, it's I've gotten where I can at least take a picture of my welds and show them online without, you know, people. Well, I tell you, you're probably further along than 95% of the off-roaders and overlanders out there because, um, I mean, I know I fall in that category as somebody that I've never welded. I've always wanted to, and one of these days I'll jump in it, but um, I just never have done it. My uncle does it, so whenever I need something, half the time he does it, or um, Chris McCune up in uh, Tulsa that that owns Boom's Garage, does some stuff for me every once in a while so i appreciate that okay. but but i've just been lucky enough to to have people around me that do it so um yeah. i've never been well, forced you, to <laughs> yeah if you, if you know someone that's that's almost better because you don't have to get you know uh burn marks all over you <laughs> exactly so, exactly yeah. yeah very good so okay so we've got kind of a little bit of the background of you know kind of some vehicles that you had how you kind of got into doing some of the custom work so the real reason why we're on is this unbelievable thing that you've got going on on your Instagram page and really on, you've got a YouTube page also, correct? Yeah, yeah, and YouTube's really just a document. I'm, you know, there's a lot of good uh, creators out there and stuff, and I'm just, I'm just doing it so I can kind of look back and see. But yeah, it's, uh, I'm trying to kind of go step by step with it and, and show yeah. the whole build of it. Yeah. Well, you know, that's how I got, you know, I got started in this whole thing just because I wanted to to be able to show my daughter that dad did some kind of kick-ass stuff, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, she gets to go with me quite a bit, but there's a lot of times that she just doesn't get to go. So, and right. then, yeah, again, that's it's just a way to document. And then, of course, some of the videos started, and then I started doing this podcast thing that I really like. And we've got this new um, overlandradio.com thing that Leon I've been working on. That's been a lot of fun. I mean, and, and yeah. it's just a hobby at this point. It's not anything that we're making money off of or doing anything. Now, if it gets to that point, that'd be awesome. But right now, it's just for fun. Um, yeah. We just enjoy, I just enjoy talking to people. I like to pretend that I'm at a campfire um, all the time calling up people and talking to them. So now, 
we've had people waiting. So tell us what it is that you're working on right now. All right. So I started as a 2004 four wheel camper Grand B, which is their uh, eight foot length model. And I am converting it into a flatbed model. Um, that is very similar to what four wheel camper offers, but I'm, I'm doing some upgrades to make it a little better. At yeah. least I believe it's a little better than what four wheel camper offers. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that's crazy. That's just crazy to me. And then everybody needs to go and check it out, but tell us a little bit about, about the build itself. So now you have this, you have this shell basically mm-hmm. now you emptied it all out or did it come empty or how'd that work? Yeah, no, so I bought it as, you know, ready to camp, and um, it was it was kind of crazy to, you know, just, just break into it. So so the average price for about a, a 2004 four-wheel camper is, you know, around the seven dollars $8,000 range. So I essentially took an $8,000 camper and stripped it down to about 200 pounds of just bare aluminum, and it, it was kind of scary, you know. Um, now you were married when this process started, right? Yeah, but she long ago <laughs> she just realized just not even to you know yeah she she's 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 figured out it's it's a lost cause. So there you um, go. She just lets it's me do my thing. Out just here. easier so, yeah. to leave you be sometimes. Yeah, she, she understands. Yeah, it's, just, it's better not to try to understand it. So yeah. <laughs> it's be- yeah, that's a good way to put it. Better not to understand it. You took yeah. a perfectly good what and and took it apart. Okay. Right. And, and, and you're going to change it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll tell you, my reasoning for that is um, I can't afford, a lot of people, you know, can't go out and afford a, a four-wheel camper flatbed. Yeah. They, the minimum is about $30,000 for one. And kind of with my background, I've, I've worked and built on built hot rods and stuff. So I like the idea of taking something and modifying it into like your style, what you want. Um, so that was kind of the idea behind this is... I, so at the time, I had a 2018 Hawk, a four-wheel camper Hawk uh, shell model that I bought new. And I had the idea that I could sell that and I could fund building a my version of the four-wheel camper flatbed for the oh, same yeah. price as the Hawk. Um, so that's kind of, you know... Uh, I, I feel like that's kind of at least an idea that like anybody could have. They're like, well, I could take my my bare bone, the you know the, the base model, and sell it and build you know the nicer yeah uh, nicer model. So. Yeah, yeah. And for those of you, uh, for those of our listeners that that are kind of trying to picture it in their head, like what we're talking about, the difference between a four wheel camper versus the four wheel flatbed is that the the flatbed doesn't have the bed on the back of it. So it's a flat bed. It doesn't have, you know, the side skirting that we're used to on a pickup truck. So it's it's you took basically what was one of those that fits in the bed of a pickup truck and you're customizing yep. it to be on a flat bed yep. of the truck. Yeah. So yeah. you're putting the you're putting like the the little cabinets in the side and stuff like that. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, on, on the outside? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there, so it's it's a full fully skinned. So a lot of people will take a slide in camper and put it on a flatbed and then put like boxes, like uh, truck uh, trailer boxes on the side. Yeah. But you're still you still have the same footprint on the inside. So so I built a basic flatbed tray on the back out of steel, 
mounted to the truck. And yeah, the, the interior footprint is basically the same width as the flatbed. Yeah. Um, so it almost, it, it probably doubles the footprint before building cabinets inside and everything than it had before. And see, here's the deal. I've seen the pictures, so I wanted you to tell me that you had done that. Because yeah. I just want everybody to realize that not only did he take this, he started cutting all kinds of stuff off of it. <laughs> In order to make it work this way. Because you had to cut all of that stuff out on the inside that was part of the structure oh, yeah. of the camper. So, I mean, you reinforced yeah. it with some some metal work and, and different things like that. But just to give people an idea, this isn't just... He decided, well, I'm going to put one, like you said, put one on a flatbed and put some cabinets on the side. There's a lot of thought and math and work that went into this to get this kind of done right. Yeah, and so I started thinking about doing this back in October, and I I kind of gave up, up on the idea a couple times until I finally did it. And so all that time, it was just in my head. I was thinking, I was basically designing out, figuring out, uh, I, I had some hurdles. I had to kind of figure out, well, how am I getting past that? It was, it was just always floating in my head. And I was basically building in my head. So when yeah. it came time that I got the camper, I knew exactly. I hadn't written down anything, but I knew exactly what I needed to do step by step pretty much. Now, let me ask you this. And this may be this may be one of those hindsight questions that you're going to be able to ask answer better later. But why didn't you just build one from scratch? Or, or was there a reason that you went with a camper that was already kind of there? to start well, yeah, apart. And I, I, that's probably the, the biggest question I've got like on Instagram and, <laughs> yeah. and everything. And, and on like there, there's a couple, so there's, a, there's kind of two reasons. The biggest thing is how I mentioned, uh, about like taking a hot rod and modifying it. Yeah. There's, I don't know if it makes sense to anybody but myself, but I like taking something that exists and modifying it. Um, it's not necessarily, it, it's harder work than, um, but each way, if, if I, if I started out from scratch, there'd be some hard work. It'd be different than this way, but I just, I like the kind of the challenge. It's almost like a puzzle, you know? Oh yeah. Um, like I built a lot of old Chevy trucks and put modern suspension stuff on them and just, I could do it my way, but it's also still a, um, like if, if somebody, if, if somebody's sitting out there and they've got a slide in, four wheel camper and you know it's it's something that somebody already has one can do they don't have to you know go out and you yeah. know start fresh and and the biggest thing uh the biggest uncertainty i had was the the, the roof and the cab over portion uh-huh. um I, I knew i could build it figure it out but i liked for doing this this first time already having the roof done um having the cab over already figured out um, and see, and that would have been the exact answer that I would have given because yeah. like when I asked that, I kind of already knew like kind of, okay, I know why I would do it, but I wanted to find out why you would do it. And and I was yeah. thinking it was probably be the same because they've already got that figured out. Like that's one right. thing you don't have to figure out. And that's probably one of the most difficult or at least the trickiest to get right. Yeah. You know, so yeah, there's moving parts. <laughs> You know, all that stuff. So, no, I get it. I, I think that's yeah. a great reason because um, it seems in my mind easier to just, well, let's just cut the bottom half of it off and, and do and build the bottom half, you know. Right. So, yeah, because yeah, 
And 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 on a project like this, I always think things are going to be easier than they are. Oh, of course. And and I knew, <laughs> but I knew that that roof and all that would be a huge, huge job. Yeah. Uh, now that I'm into this, I see what how I could do it and build one completely custom, and I I probably will either for somebody else or you know uh, that, that that's a whole you know different story you know after this is built but um uh actually that might it, not be that might be a, not be a story that's uh too far down the road because i've got the jeep liberty so i totally understand about building something that people are like what'd you do like what yeah. you did what um right. but i want to cut the top out and put like an alley cab style top on it Oh, okay. That yeah. pops up. So they don't make them. I've talked to Jeremy at Alley Cab. In fact, we're gonna do an interview with him this week, um, yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna push him to to tell me why he won't build me one. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, I, I yeah, kind of how you said with some of my answers. I, I think I could maybe have a couple guesses of what his will be. So I'll, I'll have to wait and see. Oh uh, yeah, I know exactly what they are. Yeah, yeah a yeah. liberty. Like, why would I? Why would we even do that? Like, why? Right. You know. Well, yeah, just just the time of, of research and cutting it up. And, yeah. Yeah, it's that'd be a big job. But, yeah. I mean, any, anything's possible when you can, you know, cut weld, fabricate stuff. So. Yeah, and uh, you know, and I mean, I could go on and on and on about it, but you know, my my thing is that I like unique. You know, right. I've never had, I had a Jeep TJ once, and it was fun, and I had a blast with it. But I've never had the conventional vehicle. And then even if I go to a different vehicle next, it's not going to be conventional still. Um, yeah. It may be conventional in some parts of the world. Like I've thought about the Montero. Um, I really like their platform. But I've also, because I like the Liberty so much, I've thought about the Commander because it's just bigger, a bigger version. you know. And they have a few more parts that you can actually get for it. But, uh, but anyway, so you've got this top and... About how far you are are you in the build process right now? Uh, I think we are about ninety percent done. Oh wow! So so I've got um, I've got a forty by forty shop, and I rent uh, half of it out to a, a local woodworker. Um, on my Instagram, you'll see a lot of his his stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, tagged uh, the Twin Cedar Woodworks. And so he's, so we've kind of teamed up and he's doing the interior of it. Uh, well, isn't that uh, convenient? Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, that definitely made things a lot easier. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. So he, he, he needed a little more, uh, shop space. I was like, well, let's, uh, I'll give you a little more shop space. You build me a camper interior and we'll, we'll all be happy. So, yeah. um, so he's really putting some, some detail into it and we're making it unique. Um, so I wouldn't say that the interior's pretty close, um, but the outside, I've just got to do some trim on the top, trim around the corners and then, uh, some wiring and a few things. So I, I think 90% about, about right for where it's at. Okay. What's been the, uh, what's been the most difficult thing that you've tackled on this build so far? Um, that's a good question. Um, you know, the, the first thing that pops into my head, cause maybe cause I was dealing with the frustrations of today was the door. Oh man. I was about door. to say it was probably the door. Cause I saw that today. Yeah. So yeah. And, and I, 
I could have just ordered, um, you know, a brand new one for five, 600 bucks. It was just right. But, um, again, I like to take things and make them work <laughs> yeah. and, and, ma- and, and not just make them work where they're just kind of hacked together, but make it look, you know, like it's like how, how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, so I took a brand, I took a new, not a brand new, I took a, a used regular RV door and cut it down and I'm in the process of, I, I took the skinning off of it and I'm skinning in aluminum and it's just, it's the, it's the biggest frustration I've had. It's really not, not a big deal. It's just, it's, it's just kind of frustrating, um, getting it to, to work right and everything. So yeah. Everything's um, got to be just precise and probably time consuming and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, get to get it's, it's got the trim that goes around it. So you got to, the thickness has got to be right with adding the aluminum. So it slides in it and looks right and everything. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, if, if that's my biggest challenge, I, I feel like I'm doing pretty good. You know, it's yeah. like, I, well, I, I will say the, the early to mid 2004 wheel campers, their quality wasn't what they are now. So there was, there was some, some tweaks and a few things I had to do to make sure it was going to, you know, uh, be strong enough when it all came together. Okay. So, so there was, so there, so so that's almost more unexpected challenge that, um, I kind of had to on the fly figure out, adjust some things, yeah, change some things out, but, but nothing that, you know, wasn't you know, that I had to take a couple of days and like really, you know, sit back and figure out how the heck am I going to do this? So, yeah, very good. Well, and I love how you're doing, you're documenting the process. And like you said, you know, probably going to inspire people to do, to tackle something, you know, like this on their own and you yeah. know they'll feel better because somebody else, they've seen somebody else do it. So I love yeah. that you're doing that and that's pretty cool. So tell me, um, and, and I haven't looked to see if you've mentioned it, but is there a trip that you're planning for this or do you have anything on the books yet or any plans? So I originally wanted to take it out to, um, Overland Expo East or West and, uh, stay at the four wheel camper spot. Uh, they, they let all their owners camp in their booth. And, um, I, I was hoping to do that. I've, I've, I've been surprised the support that four wheel campers have given me. I thought, they Oh, wow. Would, you know, uh, yeah, I thought they would be like, well, this isn't a four-wheel camper anymore. You're trying to, you know, copy what we got. But um, staying at four-wheel campers has been really helpful um, with, you know, the questions I've had on it. Uh-huh. And not that I'm, you know, because I think he understands I'm not I'm not trying to copy and, like, pass off. Yeah, you're not trying to produce, mass-produce yeah. these, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like I said, it's like if you had a 1950s Chevy and you're just putting your own spin on it. So I... I, so there's something about the, that he likes, so he's he's been real helpful in answering questions. Um, so, and I, I love I love since owning the four wheel campers, the the community of owners and everything uh-huh. um, is is I've met a lot of people. I've made I've, I've made friends. We've camped with and stuff. Um, so to go out there and camp with a bunch of owners, um, yeah, that'd be pretty like cool. A, a real good time. Yeah, yeah. And I think it'd get a lot of you know, attention to. And so, um, but I don't know with, with everything now, I'm not sure now I'm just, you know, going to get it done and probably go camp in the woods across the street until, you know, things clear out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully get, hopefully get over to Colorado this towards the end of the summer. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, nothing, well, nothing big. Um, I'd love to do Baja or something, but but we've got we got two younger boys, and um, so it's kind of hard to do like really big, you know, adventures like a lot of people are, are fortunate to be able to do. Yeah. Um, the, the biggest things we do is go to Colorado, Utah, New Mexico. I want to get over to Arizona. Gotcha. So, so, yeah. so regular length vacations for most people, you know, um, long weekends, full week, maybe two weeks, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Where, where people that have these are sometimes going out for months at a time. So, um, yeah, I'd love to be able to do that, but yeah, it's just not, you know, maybe, you know, uh, 15, 20 years or something. Oh yeah. Definitely. But for now it's just, you know, uh, week long trips and stuff like that. Yeah. I, all of us are kind of on hold. You know, we started, I started this podcast and then the idea with the radio thing, because I wanted to, to go visit people and interview them or to go to the events and, and do the podcast and the live broadcast at the events. And obviously everything has been put on hold. We do have plans to yeah. make it out to the, uh, the new expo, the mountain West. Um, uh-huh. we do have, we do have a spot that we're going to have there, um, along with the trailer company and okay. and we're going to be live broadcasting there that'll be probably oh, cool. that might end up being the first event i think lee's going to try to do some things at expo east um yeah. but we just you know you just don't know what's going to happen yeah at yeah, this point so just yeah. just start start building and start planning and preparing for when when it all opens up for sure yep yeah that's all we can do well very cool so now you've had many vehicles in the past you've you've built a few things in the past so i know that it's probably way too early but i have to ask are you itching to build something else next oh yeah i mean it's always um, (laughs) there's there's no and i think that's probably why my wife has just kind of given up on on that side of me because it's it's always i'm never satisfied with anything um but I, I do want to build one now from scratch, uh-huh. um, and I've, I've got some people asking me to do it. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at that. I'm looking at some options there. Um, but I mean, as far as I, I always, I always like think I'm going to say the next thing I'm doing is like the ideal setup for us. But I, I feel like I'm always trying to find the best setup for us. Um, I didn't like it was we could manage with two boys and a dog camping in a slide in yeah a pickup camper but we had to crawl over the boys when we go to bed uh-huh. um, we it's harder to carry their bikes on the back because you'd have to move the bikes to open the door um, not as much storage on the exterior so there's a lot there's a long list of things I'm always coming up with things um, but unless I went a lot bigger which I don't maybe someday I'd like to have something bigger. I, I don't think there's too much more practical than, than what this is for the kind of camping we do. Gotcha. So, so like the next, almost, the next kind of thing would be like, I didn't like the function of this or I want this moved over here. That kind of stuff. Is that what you're kind of getting at? Yeah. And just kind of re, refining the design. Of yeah. It. Uh, yeah. Cause when I went with, when I ordered the four wheel camper, the, the, the Hawk, uh, uh, shell model because I wanted to be able to set it up how I wanted and let the boys make a little bed up towards the front of the camper for the boys. And it, it worked good. And it, it, you know, as, as my wife said, you know, it would have, it would have been just fine for us, but I just, I can't leave it at that. I, I get a thought in my head. And I'm like, yeah. I can do better. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, I can never make a promise that I'm going to keep anything. Um, <laughs> now, how old are the boys? I've got a uh, a ten year old and a five year old. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So, um, so they they like to camp, um, which is you know kind of what I wanted when I was a kid. I wanted to be able to, you know take take my kids camping and just you know just hang out and relax. So yeah. I've, I've definitely been fortunate with that. So, um, one, one of my boys you'll see on Instagram, he likes to get out, get out, get out here and help me. Um, That's fun. My older one, he, he preferred to stay inside and read. Like when we camp, he, he prefers reading and everything, but he, he likes to get out. So, um, I'm completely fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how kids are, can be so different, you know, like, yeah. Just oh, yeah. little things, you know, that, that'll that make them just different. But, uh, you know, and, and as far as evolving, it's just like anything. And a lot of us in overlanding, you know, we've got a vehicle. We get it dialed in. It's it's way we want it. And then it's really the process that we like sometimes more than the final result. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, well, and I've, I've come to learn that it really is the process and the building that when I finish something, it's like when I was building old cars and trucks and, uh, you know, I would, I'd be finished. And I think that's why I would just sell it, do something else because I liked designing it and, and building it and kind of, you know, just making it my own. Um, and then they get to, they get to a point where there's nothing else you do to them. And then that's, that's when I want to do something else. Yeah. The vision for that project's done. And then Drew, plus there's also that, Hey, I saw that vehicle you built driving down the road the other day. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I built it. You're right. You know, there's that satisfaction that you walk away from. But then also in your case, like your boys are getting bigger and at some point, you know, and it's sad for us all parents to say sometime, at some point the, the kids will leave and then you'll have to build something totally different for your needs at that point. Yeah. You know, I, I see all these rigs that are single cabs or extended cabs. Mm -hmm. Um, and then that allows them to, uh, you know, maybe have a long bed on it and the, you know, truck not be as, as, as long or heavier bulky. Um, so I've, you know, yeah, don't, you know, I'm sure you're not surprised by now to to hear that (laughs) I've, I've already kind of got an idea of what I'd want to build in like, you know, 10, 15 years. So, um, it's, yeah, there, there, it's always, you know, always evolving and what, what can be built. Awesome. So I've got, you're a vehicle guy. I'm a vehicle guy and I've got, I've got two questions and I think they're going to, I think the two questions will be enough, but, um, when it comes to vehicles, what would be your ultimate, um, platform to start building, um, the next camper on or the next project on, or is it the Ram? Have you been so happy with the Ram that that's, that's what you're going to continue with? Um, I mean, if I said Ram, that's only because I've owned this for two months and it might change like next month. But, gotcha. Um, no, you know, honestly, like going back to me saying AEV, like I, I'm obsessed with their prospectors. Yeah. Um, I would love to build something on one of those, or I'd even like to get a, um, a, uh, one of the, the 5,500s. There's a couple builds out oh, there yeah. where people are, you know, using one of those. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know if you, or if, uh, are you familiar with intercontinental cruiser? Uh, no, I mean, intercontinental, you're talking about like the big trucks. No. So this is an individual up in Canada. Oh, okay. Uh, 
look, look up Intercontinental Cruiser, okay. um, and I, I follow them. You look back a little bit because they visited a couple weeks ago on their travels. That rig right there, if I wanted to go big and all out, that is like probably the best rig out there. It's all all aluminum. The the interior of it, the um, the cabinets, everything. The the platform for the bed is all aluminum. Really, it's, it's unreal. Huh. Um, so I guess yeah, it sounds like I probably would stick with some some sort form of RAM. Um, I do. I do keep seeing those Stuart Stevenson, the big uh, 2.5 ton or whatever they are. Yeah. Um, I don't if, – if I won the lottery and I could just have a unrealistic overland vehicle. Exactly, yeah. I'd get one of those. Uh, but, yeah, for, for the for the every, you know, regular trips, I think the Ram platform is kind of kind of where I'd be at. Gotcha. Yeah, those prospectors are really, really nice looking. And – yeah. You know, to watch the videos of them performing is is amazing as well. So, um, oh, yeah. so now my next question, because you said something about old vehicles, yeah. I had a 1963 Chevy short wide bed while I was in high school that I okay. was obsessed about, and I sold it whenever I graduated, and it kills me to this day. One of these days, I've got to find one and build it. Um, but as far as like the old trucks, what's the old truck that you really like? So I probably, in one form or another, I've probably, uh, modified or built about 12 to 15 of the 47 to 53 Chevy pickups, uh, which is probably what most, if, if, if anybody asked what old truck, you know, they like, it's probably one of those. Gotcha. Um, but you know, I don't know. I, I really like the pre-war stuff for hot rods. I'd like a little, yeah. little Model A uh, pickup. Um, uh, but I, there's just so many of them because there's old. There's, old um, there's some people that um, I follow on Instagram that they post up old vintage trucks that I've never seen before that I I become obsessed with. So um, I don't know. Just you know, kind of like you said, unique unique vehicle. Something that catches your eye on it. Yeah, is is what I like. I've been obsessing lately with Datsuns. Yeah. You know, whether right. it's the Z car or it's some of their other, you know, um, coupes um, or even uh-huh. the trucks. Um, yeah. I just like, old, and I'm talking like old on the trucks, you know, as yeah. far back as we can go. Um, yeah. I've, I ran into a bed that was converted into a trailer that I almost bought, and I'm still not even sure what truck it came from. Like, oh, yeah. I can't figure it out. And my uncle's, and he's a car guy. He was a mechanic, and we were all into old stuff. And, and we both looked at that thing, took pictures of it, and tried to look it up on the internet and find something. And we couldn't, there wasn't a label on it or anything. And the guy, he had no clue because he bought it from someone else. Um, but it was very unique, and I should have just bought it. Um, yeah. But uh, it was about to fall apart, so I wasn't, yeah. it was way more than I was willing to, to get into. So, um, yeah, those. Those old Toyota Dawsons are, are pretty cool. Um, I tell you, I've, I've owned a, I've owned a Gen Tundra before, and that's what my first four wheel camper was on. And I, I do have a soft spot for the uh, the Land Cruiser Troopies. Oh um, yes. I, I know you've had Jorge and Jessica on here. Yeah. And I love uh, I love that rig. They I love all the vehicles they've had and they're yeah. doing what they're doing. But yeah, if 
that vehicle is not practical for kids and to be able to camp out of it. But I, I just love the utilitarian aspect of those. Um, well, and that's why I want, and I know it won't be the same. Like, let me get, let me get that straight. But that's why I want to go with Jeep, with the Jeep commander. Cause what uh, I originally, what I really want to do is weld the door shut, the back doors oh yeah. Yeah. and make it just like a troopy. If, if Jeep made one. That'd be cool. Yeah. You know, I could see that. And uh, I like boxy and ugly. Some, you know, I like the curvy old stuff, but right now I'm into the boxy, ugly stuff, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you and know. if you, you could kind of do a window setup, like, are you familiar with the, the, um, Overland Wrangler that AEV built? Yes. Um, so you could kind of do, cause those windows kind of are troopy ish. Uh-huh. Um, and then you could do the pop top like that. So you could almost kind of mimic that in a way and yeah. you know that'd be a jeep I, I love that that rig that's a yeah if it build. wasn't a unibody i'd say let's cut the back end off right behind the back doors yeah and then and then bubble it out you know like yeah. the troopy is um but with yeah. it being unibody uh it just seems like a headache i mean yeah, maybe that, it's that not but a lot of uh yeah i mean it's just a little you kind of gotta kind of gotta re-engineer everything but yeah, yeah um could be tricky It'd be a showstopper, that's for sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? You know, and to yeah. do it like like Foose would do it, to where it's like I'm going to change it. It's the way it should look from the factory. That that's the key, like to make it like a either either it came from the factory or it was a concept from yeah. from factory. Because um, like with your build, it would have been awesome, and, and I'm sure you'll get around a bunch of them soon. But it'd be awesome, or when all this is over, it'd be awesome to go to that campsite that you were talking about with the four-wheel camper guys and uh-huh. them go, I don't recognize that model. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, that looks like, it. I mean, obviously it's here. Obviously yeah. I recognize part of it, but I don't know, what model is that? You know, I'm confused. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. That's that's kind of the, that's, that's how I kind of try to do, you know, everything is yeah just just very minor kind of chain where it looks like it could have came that way yeah well it's like you know even on the liberty i cut the fenders you know to to really allow myself to have more clearance in the front um angle you know um approach angle and all that kind of stuff and i just you know got a sharpie out and drew on it a few times and then decided to finally cut it but i had people ask me like where'd you buy them oh well no i cut them you cut the ones that yeah i cut them you know That's more fun to me than, than obviously they don't make anything for the Liberty that you can go buy. So you have to pretty much custom everything that you do to it almost. Um, but that's what makes it fun. So, um, so yeah, well, Hey, you know, Drew, I appreciate you so much for coming on and I can't wait to talk to you again whenever you get finished and you've gone on your first trip and we can talk about, even if it's across the street and we can talk about how your first, like weekend trip went in the uh in the camper and you know what you kind of like about it and what you're really happy about and and all those kind of things and and let's let's give you a shout out real quick so what is the instagram page that we can find you on so instagram is uh four wheel overland I, I think you can search it all one or uh the little underscore space underscores between each one but yeah. i think either way you can find it okay and, and it's the it's the same for youtube as well it's the same for youtube okay that's what yep. i was gonna ask make sure everybody could find it and uh yep. 
And, you know, we, like I said, we just look forward to seeing kind of what you're doing and, uh, and following you on this process. Obviously, you're almost finished. So for everybody listening that hasn't already found him, go find him and just go back. You know, you want to go back as far as you can and start whenever he starts that build and then work your way up and, and you're going to enjoy it. You're going to be hopefully inspired to go and build maybe your own thing or at least tweak your own vehicle just a little bit to make it custom for you because that's what the point is. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, Drew, thanks for coming on and, uh, and you know, we hope to talk to you soon. Everybody out there, thanks for listening. And as we always end this, go all over. We'll